Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 16th of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is uh, the sixth day, day of Shvat, and this week our portion from the Torah is called Bo, which means come. And we're starting today in Exodus ten twenty four through eleven three. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Pharaoh called Moshe and said, Go serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds remain. Your little ones may also go with you. But Moshe said, you must also put sacrifices and burnt offerings into our hand. Then we will do it for the Lord our God. Our cattle must also go with us. Not a hoof may be left behind. We must take from them to serve the Lord our God. We ourselves will not know how we will serve the Lord until we arrive there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he was unwilling to let them go. So Pharaoh said to him, Go away from me. Take heed never to see my face again, because on the day you do, you will die. Right, Moshe said. You said it. May I never see your face again. Now the Lord had said to Moshe, I will bring one more plague upon Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will surely thrust you out altogether from here. Speak now into the ears of the people, and let every man ask from his neighbor and every woman from her neighbor for articles of silver and gold. The Lord gave the people favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. Indeed, the man Moshe was very great in the land of Egypt, in the eyes of Pharaoh's servants, and in the eyes of the people. That was Exodus um, ten twenty four through eleven three, and now our portion from the prophets today is Second Samuel twenty one. 
Now, there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. So David sought the face of the Lord. The Lord replied, It is because of Shaul and his bloody house, for he put the Gibeonites to death. So the king summoned the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not of Bnei Israel, but a remnant of the Amorites. However, Bnei Israel had sworn a covenant with them, yet Shaul had tried to eradicate them in his zeal for Bnei Israel and Yehuda. David asked the Gibeonites, What should I do for you? How may I make atonement so that you would bless the inheritance of the Lord? The Gibeonites said to him, It is not a matter of silver or gold between us and Shaul or his house, nor is it our right to put any man to death in Israel. Whatever you say, I will do for you, he said. Then they said to the king, The man who consumed us and plotted against us to annihilate us from remaining in any of Israel's territory. Let seven men of his sons be given over to us, and we will hang them up before the Lord at Gibeah of Shaul, the Lord's chosen. I will give them over, the king said. Now the king spared Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, son of Shaul, because of the Lord's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, son of Shaul. But the king took the two sons of Rizpah, daughter of Aya, whom she bore to Shaul, Armoni and Mephibosheth, also the five sons of Michal, daughter of Shaul, whom she bore to Adriel, son of Barzillai the Meholatite, and he gave them into the hands of the Gibeonites. So they hanged them on the hill before the Lord, so that all seven fell together. They were put to death during the days of harvest, at the beginning of the barley harvest. Then Ritzpah, daughter of Aya, took sackcloth and spread it on the rock for herself, from the beginning of harvest until the rain poured on them from the sky. She did not let the birds of the sky rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. David was told that Ritzpah, daughter of Aya, the concubine of Shaul, had done. So David went and took the bones of Shaul and the bones of his son Jonathan from the men of Yavesh Gilad, who had stolen them from the open square of Beit She'an, where the Philistines had hanged them on the day that the Philistines killed Shaul and Gilboa. He had the bones of Shaul and the bones of his son Jonathan brought up from there, and they gathered the bones of those who were hanged. So they buried the bones of Shaul and his son, Jonathan, in the country of Binyamin in Tzela, in the tomb of his father, Kish. They did all of what the king commanded. Afterward, God was moved by prayer for the land. Once again, the Philistines made war with Israel, so David went down with his servants and fought against the Philistines. But David became weary. So Ish Benov, who was a descendant of the Rafa, whose spear weighed three hundred shekels of bronze, who was girded with new armor, 
thought to kill David, but Avishai, son of Zuya, came to his aid, struck the Philistine, and killed him. Then the men of David swore to him, saying, You must not go out with us to battle any more. You must not quench the lamp of Israel. Now it came to pass after this that there was war again with the Philistines at Gov, and Sibekai the Hushitite killed Saf, a descendant of the Rapha. Then there was war again with the Philistines at Gov. And Elchanan, the son of Yaare Oregim, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath the Gittite. His spear had a shaft like a weaver's beam. Once again, there was war at Gat, where there was a champion that had on every hand six fingers, and on every foot six toes, a total of twenty-four. And he also was a descendant of the Rapha. When he taunted Israel, Yonatan, son of David's brother Shimea, killed him. These four were born to the Rapha in Gat, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. That was Second Samuel 21. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 88. A song, a psalm for the sons of Korach, for the music director, for singing Machalat, a contemplative song of Heman the Ezraite. Lord, God of my salvation, day and night I cried out before you. Let my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry, for my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted with those who go down into the pit. I have become as one with no strength, abandoned among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, cut off from your hand. You have laid me in the lowest places, in dark places, in the depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You afflicted me with all your waves, Selah. You have put my companions far from me. You have made me repulsive to them. I am shut in and cannot go out. My eye fails from affliction. I call upon you every day, Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Will you work wonders for the dead? Or will the departed spirits rise up, praising you? Selah. Will your love be declared in the grave? Or your faithfulness in the place of ruin? Will your wonders be known in the darkness, your righteousness in the land of oblivion? But I, I cried out to you, Lord, and in the morning my prayer meets you. Lord, why do you spurn me? Why do you hide your face from me? From my youth I have been afflicted and close to death. I suffer your terrors. I'm desperate. Your fury has swept over me. Your terrors have cut me off. Like water, they surge around me all day. They close in on me together. Friend and loved one you took far from me. Darkness has become my companion. That was Psalm 88. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke 13. 
Now, there were some present at the same time who told Yeshua about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. He answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans are worse sinners than the rest of the Galileans, because they have suffered these things? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you all will perish the same way. Or those eighteen upon whom the tower of Shiloam fell and were killed, do you suppose that they are worse sinners than all the people living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you all will perish the same way. Then Yeshua began telling this parable. A man had a fig tree he had planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, Indeed, for three years I have come searching for fruit on this fig tree and found none. Remove it. Why does it use up the ground? But answering, the gardener said to him, Master, leave it alone for this year also until I dig around it and apply fertilizer. And if it bears fruit, good. But if not, cut it down. Now Yeshua was teaching in one of the synagogues on Shabbat, and behold, there was a woman with a disabling spirit for eighteen years, bent over and completely unable to stand up straight. When Yeshua saw her, he called out to her and said, Woman, you are set free from your disability. Then he laid hands on her, and instantly she stood up straight and began praising God. But the synagogue leader, indignant that Yeshua had healed on Shabbat, started telling the crowd, There are six days in which work should be done, so come to be healed on those days, and not on Yom Shabbat. But the Lord answered him and said, Hypocrites, on Shabbat doesn't each of you untie his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to give it drink? So this one, a daughter of Avraham, incapacitated by Satan for eighteen years. Shouldn't she be set free from this imprisonment on Yom Shabbat? When Yeshua said these things, all his opponents were put to shame, but the whole crowd was rejoicing at all the glorious things done by him. So Yeshua was saying, What is the kingdom of God like? To what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and dropped into his own garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. Again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like chametz, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, until it was all leavened. And he continued on his journey through the towns and villages, teaching and making his way to Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Master, are only a few being saved? Then Yeshua said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. Once the master of the household gets up and shuts the door, and you're standing outside and begin knocking on the door, saying, Master, open up for us. Then he will say to you, I don't know where you come from. Then you will start to say, We ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. But he will say, 
I tell you, I don't know where you come from. Get away from me, all of you evildoers. There will be weeping and the gnashing of teeth when you see Avraham and Yitzchak and Yaakov and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. And they will come from the east and west and from the north and south, and they will recline at table in the kingdom of God. And indeed, some that are last who shall be first, and some are first who shall be last. In that hour, some of the Pharisees came up and said to Yeshua, Get out and leave from here, because Herod wants to kill you. But Yeshua said to them, Go and tell that fox, Indeed, I'm driving out demons and performing healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. But I must keep going today and tomorrow, because it just can't be that a prophet would perish outside Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those sent to her. How often I longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will never see me until you say, Baruch haba b'shem Adonai. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that was Luke 13. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's reading cycle, you'll be reading Philippians 2, 14 through 30 today also. I want to end this episode now by just wishing you a blessed day. I pray that the Word of God will strengthen your heart. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.